Unlocking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021. Welcome back, everyone. This is Mark Stinson. I'm back with Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And when I say the world of creativity, obviously we travel all over the world to talk to creative experts and artists of all kinds about how they get inspired how they organize their ideas, and most of all, how they gain the confidence and make the connections to get their work up and out into the world. And it's such a pleasure today, we're going to be talking with Rebecca King Cruz, a R&B and contemporary artist with music that you may have heard on the radio, and she records under the pseudonym Regina Madre. Rebecca, we're just so glad to have you on the program today. Thank you. I'm really honored to be here, Mark. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to our conversation. Well, and her new song is What You Want to Do, and it's moving up the indie charts. And we were just talking, Regina, before the podcast started here, that you're up to number three on that chart. Yes, uh, I am really excited. I hired a new promotion team this year, and um, they are working very hard. And I'm playing in several uh, markets in the U.S. on R&B and adult urban adult stations. And uh, I'm doing well out there amongst indie and record label artists. So I'm very thankful. Yeah, it's exciting. Well, I've had a chance to listen to the song and of course others. And I love the fact that you've released this on Valentine's Day. It is that kind of uh, soulful, deep, you know, almost sultry kind of a song. the idea behind releasing it on Valentine's Day? You know, what's funny is that, um, you know, my husband works very long hours and long days. And as a mother and a wife, you know, family dinner is important. And um, often I lamented that my husband could never be home for dinner. And uh, one night I was in the studio with a producer and we're working on a song and his wife was calling him, you know, when are you coming home? When are you coming home? I was like, that's a song, <laughs> you know, that's a <laughs> universal feeling for women, you know, you know, the common complaint is that the men don't call you if they're late or they don't, you know, kind of check in or keep up with you and they know you're expecting them or waiting for them. And um, so I just wrote a song about it. I thought it was funny. I was like, you know, it's nine o'clock. Where are you? You know, I got food cooking. I got the table spread. What you want to do? You know, <laughs> it's like. I was like, you know, you married me, but you're supposed to come home at night on time. You know what I mean? Not when the kids are all in bed and we're all in bed and we're all like, gee, your plate is sitting there cold. And, yes. uh, you know, and I laugh about it because even Michelle Obama, first lady Michelle Obama says that it used to be quite a time getting her husband to the dinner table on time Yes. <laughs> before and at, before and after he was president. So. I said, boy, if this is not a universal theme, I don't know what is. There you go. 
I, and I've loved uh, reading both of their bio autobiographies, you know, and Michelle's point of view and Barack's point yeah. of view. And uh, just uh, in that relationship, it is great. Well, and you mentioned your husband, uh, Rebecca King Cruz is married to Terry Cruz. Now you wanted to record though, under a Regina Madre, because, you know, you also wanted to kind of step out and see an independent view of your music. Yes. I found that, especially as a female, the emphasis was always on everything but your music. Mm. You know, the emphasis was on your looks, your age, how much skin you might show in the photo. You know, I was like, <laughs> and, you know, I'm not a young artist. You know, I'm a grandma. And there is age discrimination in the music business. You know, if I was 17 with the same talent, I would have a record deal. And I, I was doing other things at 17. I was going to high school and prepping for college and living a very normal Midwestern life at 17 and not sure that I would have uh, wanted to sign a record deal at that age. But I feel very in control and in command of my career at this stage because I can do what I want. If I put my own music out, nobody can tell me to wear more clothes or wear less clothes or change my hair or lie about my age. And, and I just felt that um, on top of that, I wanted the music to be judged on its own merit. Mm -hmm. You know, don't don't hype up who's singing it or what. I mean, I remember years ago, Paris Hilton put a record out and I really liked her record and I thought it was a good song. I thought it was a good vocal performance. But all people could talk about was, you know, her rich and famous heritage and her reality show. And I think had she kept on, people would have taken her seriously as a singer. But she kind of put that one song out or that one record and then didn't do anymore because People gave her such a hard time because they wanted to keep her in her lane. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to put it out anonymous, you know? And oddly, this is a funny story. I reached out to Ray Promoters um, the year before. And we just had a hard time, you know, getting her out, out there. And then a year later, with a different song, radio, and even the guys promoting it did not know that I was the artist. How about that? And um, and it was very satisfying to hear people say, this is a hot song. We really love it because they thought I was 25, you know, <laughs> similar experiences. You know, Ch uh, Donald Glover used a pseudonym and I did not initially know he was Childish Gambino and uh, the artist known as Her, you know, Gabby Wilson had put out music as the child star and had to reinvent herself. So there's something to the public perception that causes them to not be open or unprejudiced in their listening. Mm -hmm. And by taking away that element, I just found people were like, oh, I like the song. I like the song. Good. We'll play the song and don't worry about that I'm Terry Cruz's wife. You know? That's right. Let the rest of that go. That was my goal. And yeah. I accomplished my goal. <laughs> yeah.
You know, one of the things that uh, I know you've written too is that there's a certain maturity to the lyrics. Uh, was that your goal as well to kind of bring your lo- own life experiences in a mature way to talk about relationships? Well, my my goal in putting myself in the in the ring as an artist was to create the kind of music I wanted to hear. I would often lament that I had to dash to the volume dial and turn the music down when my children got in the car because I was tired of everything being full of profanity. Um, you couldn't talk about love, sex, or romance without being kind of gutter and street about it. And I longed for a more romantic and old-fashioned ode to love on the radio. And the only way to hear that was to play old music. And I was like, you know what? People my age like new music. We want new music, you know? And often we have to sift through a lot of stuff. You know, I get all the Apple subscriptions and I and Spotify and I listen to new music and I skip a lot of it mm-hmm. because it's all explicit. And so when I do find an artist that's just telling a story that I can relate to and that, you know, doesn't offend my sensibilities, I'm so excited. And I just said, you know, I'm going out there after fans like myself who love music, we're fans, but it doesn't feel like um, you have to take a bath after you listen to it, you know, <laughs> that, that's just how I felt about it. You know? Yeah, so true. Well, and I guess also in your creative and music background is worship music, uh, gospel music. How have those influences yeah. helped yeah. inform your current work? Well, if you catch it, there's a veiled reference in my song, What You Want to Do. There's a veiled reference to the fact that I'm singing about my husband. Because in the bridge, I say, you put a ring on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I wrote the song because I wanted to just show that married love is just as sexy. And that married people still get busy. And that we, you know, 32 years into my marriage, I'm still attracted to my husband. And rather than glorifying indiscriminate and short-term relationships, uh, one-night stands and hookups. Um, I want to be the opposite of hookup culture and encourage people to commit to each other and build families and go back to, you know, filling their lives in the way that we all were brought up to believe and not think that something new and fancy is going to necessarily bring the fulfillment that we're looking for. I've been loving you for a long time, baby And I want you to know I want you to know When you love me, it's so good to me, baby Oh, 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 oh But when you don't I cry Rebecca, I'm also curious in your creative process, what sort of talent you've been able to surround yourself with and collaborate with to make the records. Wow. I had a really awesome team 
for this project. I've got uh, 10 songs that I'm releasing. I've got two more singles that I want to put out. And I've worked with a gentleman by the name of Kizzo Keys. Kizzo is a R&B producer who has worked with Kay Michelle. He's worked with Keith Sweat uh, and many, many others. I work with a gentleman named Andre Alexander. Andre was kind of my MD, my A&R person. So he facilitated the hiring of background singers. He's also a kick butt organist and keyboardist and he played on the records. He sang on some of them, you know, he just helped me put the whole thing together. And so I couldn't have done it without Andre. And um, amazing vocal arranger, a guy named Jared Jenkins. Uh, Taylor Green, who was on The Voice, did backup on all of my songs. And another awesome singer, Javon Harris. So, I mean, these are all people that were new to me, but that Andre brought them into my circle. And we just really made it a great project. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, you can tell there's a lot of good ingredients to the music. I'm also curious, Rebecca, there may be listeners who are saying they have these same kind of aspirations to reinvent themselves or to redefine their own creative talent, their own brand. What insights and experience and advice could you offer them based on what you went through? Well, this has been, I have to admit, quite a journey for me, producing and writing songs at nine or 10 years old and performed, did some theater before I got married, and then became a housewife and just served in the church with my music. Was ready to go back out and perform and produce. I was almost 40. So it was like a total reinvention of life at my children, you know? So, you know, I worked with some producers and some of those songs never saw the light of day. And sometimes we got good work done. Sometimes we didn't get good work done. It was a journey. And then my goal originally was to be a songwriter. And I was pitching songs to some Christian artists. And though I got a lot of compliments and a lot of encouragement, they're like, wow, Rebecca, you're really talented. You know, this song isn't really for me, but I really think it's awesome and so on and keep going. And these are people that are still friends of mine to this day. Um, I wasn't getting any placements. Finally, one of these gentlemen said to me, you need to sing your own music. And I said, well, I can sing, but to me, I'm not a singer. You know what I mean? And there are so many great singers out there that I thought, you know, I'm, a, I'm an average singer. I'm kind of like the songwriter who sings. You know what I mean? It's like um, there are many artists that I could name who weren't virtuosos in terms of their vocal ability, but they had a great gift for storytelling. They had a great ability to bring emotion to their story and um, had great careers. I mean, no disrespect, but Bob Dylan's not really a great singer. <laughs> That's but a good example. Thing that touched people. He really did. And so I reluctantly took the mic as the singer and I started, you know, getting some opportunities. I'm excited the music is out there. Yeah, so good. Well, and for sure, you know, with your background in TV and film and of course originally in theater, Rebecca, as you look ahead, what do you think is on the horizon for you? Wow, uh, more music for sure. I've got several more songs I'm going to put out the rest of this year. My husband and I just released our memoir about our love story. It's called Stronger Together. Very excited about that. We'll be appearing at the LA Book Fair virtually, and we'll be doing an, a live event for Audible virtually to promote the book. And then on top of more music, husband is back at AGT and back at Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And 
Mommy is also releasing a luxury line with apparel, handbags, shoes, and cosmetics. So I'm developing the Rebecca Cruz luxury goods line. We're hoping to launch in mm, October. It seems like the, the most creative people have so many ideas and so many directions that they want to pursue. Yeah, that's definitely a part of that right brain. Unfortunately, we can try a lot of things that don't work, <laughs> but well, but you keep trying, uh, the right? The creative side of us <laughs> always wants to branch out and um, try new things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, Rebecca, I want to be sure that yeah. uh, we point people to where they can find more about you and your website and such. Where should we go? Well, you can follow me on all forms of social media under Rebecca King Cruz or Regina Madre. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, reginamadremusic.com. So you can go there for updated info on new singles. Follow me on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora. I'm on Pandora. First time ever. Thank you, Lord. And um, really just excited about everything that's come. And my uh, Instagram for the clothing line will be Rebecca Cruz official. So that hasn't quite launched yet, but keep an eye out for that. We have some really nice things coming and just to support the family crews. Well, we'll have to talk to you again when the clothing line comes out and uh, update on that. Oh, well, that'd be great. Well, Rebecca, I can't thank you enough for the conversation. It's just been so great. Thank you so much, Mark. Listeners, this has been Rebecca King Cruz, and we've been talking about her R&B songs. The newest one is What You Want to Do, and she's also had I Keep Holding On and Destiny, and it sounds like uh, we just have more music to come for the rest of 2021 and so many other creative projects to look forward to from Rebecca. Come back and join us again for another episode. We'll talk to more creative artists about their process, where they get inspired, how they organize their ideas and make the connections and gain the confidence to get their creative work up and out into the world. So until next time, I'm Mark Stenson, and we're unlocking your world of creativity. Take care. Unlocking your world of creativity with Mark Stenson. Copyright 2021. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get our book, A World of Creativity. Paperback is at a special price of $5.98, and the Kindle version is only 99 cents. Go to my website, mark-stinson.com. The book is featured on the homepage. You can click it and go to Amazon, mark-stinson.com, and enjoy the book.